does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, yeah, we're back. We've been gone a little bit, a couple of months. Got a lot to talk about, a lot of football, uh, especially football to talk about right now, though. Here's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach, and welcome back for the start of season number 30 of Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad to be with you and Nathaniel Finch, our producer tonight here in downtown Indianapolis. A lot of baseball going on today. All 30 teams are in action, and more specifically, they are in extra innings right now in Cincinnati. It's the Reds and the Nationals. 6-3 is the score as the Reds are down three runs with two outs. Three spot put up in the top of the 10th off of the closer, Alexis Diaz. Lane Thomas hit a two-run home run in the top of the 10th inning. That made it 6-3. He also hit a solo home run in the 6th inning. It's been an offensive day for Matt McClain. He's 3-5. for five. He has a home run. Nick Sinzel has a home run. And Ellie De La Cruz also has a home run. Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox. They're in the top of the ninth out in progressive field in Cleveland. 4-2 advantage right now for the Guardians. That means Chicago White Sox are down to their final out. And the Colorado Rockies are way up right now on the St. Louis Cardinals. 8-2 to two as that game goes into the bottom of the fourth inning. A three spot for the Rockies in each of the first two innings. And earlier today, the Chicago Cubs were shut out by the Atlanta Braves 8 to nothing. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Starting season number 30, what better guest to have to start season 30 and the voice of the Indianapolis Colts, Matt Taylor. Hello, Matt. I am I am honored, Bob. Thank you so much. I'm sitting here on the back deck and uh, enjoying a nice night, listening and talking to you. Life is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Life is good to be a South Sider now. <laughs> Working on the South, living on the South Side, enjoying the good life. Uh, right. Yeah, I That's agree. Right. I'm talking to you from the palace in Franklin, as you know. Oh, uh, beautiful. I, oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I had to crawl out of the pool <laughs> to, get, to get here yeah, and do the show. Just, Thank you so much. Yeah. Dr- hey. I should just drive down there and hang out with you, and we'll do the show together. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine with that. I'm not sure Lucy uh, or Cocker Spaniel would be fine with that, but I'm fine with it. Hey, thanks for sitting in for me while I was uh, on hiatus. Um, yeah, and it's um, it's still hard for me to say season thirty. That that long. I'm not even sure you were. I know you were born, but you weren't very old when we got started in '94. Uh, yeah, I was. Gosh, I was nine. Absolutely, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's amazing the longevity. It's also just amazing the the amount of content that you can provide on the weekends, on Fridays and Saturdays, Bob. I mean, doing that one time here in the summertime, you know, I was trying to get, I was trying to get creative as all get out in terms of right, right. Trying, trying to sound relevant and interesting there in the, in the doldrums of summer uh, there right. in early July, you know, trying to hype up Colts camp and uh, you know, what was going on with the team. But uh, yeah, what you do is certainly uh, incredibly, um, you know, I think one of those things that people kind of overlook and, 
I don't have to tell you. I know I've told you a million times. You know, you're really, really good at what you do, and that's why you're you're back for decade number three here, doing what you're doing. I appreciate the kind words, and, and I, I think people would be stunned if they got some relevance uh, out of, out of my program. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't need to work, don't need to work that hard next time. All right, so you know, I, I, in the summers when this hiatus rolls around, I literally yep. take it to heart. I don't do anything. I don't listen uh, to my colleagues. I don't watch the. I don't read. I don't. No, it, it, I don't do it. So I'm a little bit behind the uh, behind the times. Here's what I know about your football team. Um, it's been a controversial offseason, and it's especially a difficult time right now uh, for the Colts and Jonathan uh, Taylor. And I know um, it's a little bit of a surprise, uh, I think, to many people, is it not? Well, certainly. I mean, I think it's just sort of speaks to the state of, of running backs uh, across the NFL. I mean, right. Uh, right. I don't have to, I don't have to tell many people what's going on. I mean, just it's it, it really kind of just boils down to. Uh, it's not like teams uh, don't want a great running game. It's not like teams don't want great backs. Uh, I just think just talking big picture league-wide, you'd love to have players like Taquan Barkley and Josh Jacobs and uh, Ezekiel Elliott on your squad. But I think the harsh reality for these guys and what they're competing against is that, uh, you know, there's there's so much supply around the NFL at running back, and it's been proven that, you can go get a really good running back in terms of production and what you need within your offense uh, at that position well outside the first round, right? I mean, you look at a guy like Damian mm-hmm. Pierce mm-hmm. Uh, with the Houston Texans. He was a fourth-round pick and a guy that ran for over 1,000 yards last year as a rookie. You look at uh, Isaiah Pacheco uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs, just won a Super Bowl. He was a seventh-round pick and rushed, I believe, for over 800 yards this past season. So, you love Jonathan Taylor. Like, you take nothing away from, from who he oh, is yeah. and what he is and what he means uh, to the success of this Colts team. It's just that I think teams now, and I'm not speaking on behalf of the Colts, but I think, again, league-wide is the perception is that, hey, we can go get 85 to 90% of Saquon Barkley and some of these superstars that are trying to get right. mega, mega dollars on second contracts and and be okay from a production standpoint and also pay them – you know, on their rookie contracts. And obviously, um, you know, the, the running backs across the NFL are, are fighting against that. So I know that doesn't specifically uh, have to deal exclusively to Jonathan Taylor. He's going into a contract year trying to, to get the ball rolling on his future right. with the Colts. Um, but, yes, I mean, obviously that's in the back uh, backdrop of this camp and um, sort of the, the one thing that's kind of lingering over this team getting better going into their first preseason game next Saturday with a rookie head coach and uh, you know a rookie quarterback that's still growing and learning on the fly every single day in camp so far. Matt, I need you to hang on. You know, you've you've hosted this show. You know the clock here. You know how this game's played. <laughs> hang on oh, yeah. through oh, this yeah. short break, okay? Indeed. Matt Taylor and I will come back. We'll come back and talk more Colts football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. 
This is Indiana Sports Talk. Talking about the Colts. Tra- practice going on, as you know. Um, they're into it in a week. I heard you mention you guys have a game next week. Is it me, or does that seem quick? Oh, gosh, yeah. A game a week from uh, tomorrow. Yeah, first preseason games in Buffalo. Nice. It, Come on, that's now. What, <laughs> that's what happens, Bob. I mean, as soon as I tell my wife, you know, every 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 eve of training camp, you know, the, the first right? practice, but the night before, Bob, I, I look at my wife and I say, take a good look. All right, because you're yeah. not going to see me for for seven more months. You know, it's it's seven days a week for seven months, and uh, yeah, you re- you you report for camp, and then like ten, twelve days later, you play your first preseason game. You blink, and then it's the regular season. Then you blink, and it's Halloween. You blink again, then it's Christmas, and then you got the playoffs. Like it all happens so incredibly fast. I know we just yearn for football. You know, for the for nine months seemingly from right. the end of the Super Bowl until the end of or to, uh, until the uh, beginning of week one the following season but once it's here it, it just it just goes by in a flash there's no doubt about that it happens every year all right new coach as we all know so you know new uh, terminology new practice uh, methods and this that and the other give me your impressions you've been through practice as a player at franklin college you've been through practice as the voice of the Colts. you know what it's like what's this regime like uh, out there in terms of how they manage personnel and manage time yeah i think that's the biggest thing is just managing their time i mean everything I mean, this is the NFL, Bob. So, I mean, you're dealing with professional uh, football players that have been playing, you know, football for a long time. They didn't get to right. this level on accident. So, I think every, I mean, whether it's Chuck Pagano or Frank Reich or now Shane Steichen, you know, watching the practices, you know, in those three regimes, if you will. And they're, for the most part, kind of the same and similar. But, you know, mm-hmm. the one thing that kind mm-hmm. of stands out about Shane Steichen is that everything is so deliberate. And he's been very conscious of the fact that, you know, we want to be very cognizant of, of when pre, uh, preseason and training camp injuries happen. They typically, historically, the data says happen at the beginning of camp. So he knew that and is kind of ramping mm-hmm. things up from an intensity standpoint and just the overall length of practice gradually. You know, those first couple of practices were like an hour, hour 15. Now we're up to about an hour 45, hour and a half. And and that's kind of typically what you see. But everything in practice is very scripted. It's very crisp. They get in a lot of work in a short amount of time, which is good because obviously you know these guys are trying to combat injuries. They're in the meeting mm-hmm. rooms. They got a they got a condition. They have to lift. Uh, you know, it's just all about cramming as much football in a short amount of time. I mean, it sounds crazy because, you know, football is their life, but it's not like the old days. I mean, under this CBA, Bob, <laughs> you only get about two and a half, three weeks. We just kind of joked about it. I mean, you really mm-hmm. only get a short ramp-up period going into the regular season, um, and really the spring is not all that long either compared to what it used to be in terms of intensity right. and what you're allowed to do on the field with the coaches, you know, on site and, and having that physical contact. So, yeah, they're trying to maximize all the time they have. But Shane Steichen is he is so all ball and just like obsessed with football and getting better and he's a tactician out there. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach. He's not a he's not a big rah rah guy, right? He's not gonna like get in your face and cuss you out, but he is very demanding in his own way and very you know, holding guys to a high standard and holding guys accountable, I think, is a big trademark of what he's gonna bring to this culture within the Colts. 
You okay to hang on to the scoreboard update? You know the drill here. You okay? Let's do another one. Dude, you're just hanging out on the south side. Come on now. Might as well be. Let's, <laughs> you, we might as well be poolside. You know, might as well chat me up while, <laughs> while, you, <laughs> while you're out there. All right, Matt Taylor and I will come back after this scoreboard update. Talk more Colts football. We're glad you're with us. Season number 30 of the history-making legendary Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Earlier today, the Indianapolis Colts added some depth to their running back room by signing Kenyon Drake per his agents, Sport Trust Advisors. Drake was a third-round pick out of, my, of, out, of, out of Alabama in 2016 by the Miami Dolphins. He's also spent time with the Arizona Cardinals, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Baltimore Ravens. Last season, he played 12 games with the Ravens, had 482 rushing yards, four touchdowns, and he hauled in 17 receptions for 89 yards with a receiving touchdown. A week from tomorrow night will mark the start of the preseason for the Indianapolis Colts when they travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Kickoff from Buffalo is at 1 o'clock. Minor League Baseball tonight currently in action are the Great Lakes Loons and the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. From Parkview Field in Fort Wayne, and it is all loons right now. 8-2 advantage over the Tin Caps. The only innings they have yet to score in are the 3rd, 7th, and 8th. And it's the bottom of the 8th right now, and the Tin Caps just added a run, so making it 8-2. The other run for Fort Wayne came in the bottom of the 6th inning. Good news if you're a South Bend Cubs fan from Fort Wayne's Field tonight. They are 5-3 winners over the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. They scored two runs in the bottom of the 3rd before scoring a run in each of the six. 7th and 8th innings. The Timber Rattlers tried to make a comeback. They scored one in the top of the ninth inning, but South Bend Cubs were able to get out of it and win 5-3 tonight. They are now 46-53. and 53. The Rattlers are 43-45. and 45. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Before the break, we were talking with Matt Taylor, the voice of the Indianapolis Colts. All right, Matt, you've been there, you've watched it, you've talked to everybody. So who's making an impression to this point in training camp? Well, certainly, you know, when you talk about why people are coming out to Colts camp, I mean, the biggest draw, obviously, is to come out and see, you know, what Anthony Richardson looks like. And and so far, right. I mean, it's probably about what many people thought. I mean, there's some really good moments. In fact, there's some dazzling plays that he's making that were – on full display when he was in college last year at Florida, you know, both with his right arm. I mean, gosh, he can just flick the ball 60 yards down the field, seemingly with a flick of the wrist and do it effortlessly and throws a beautiful ball, a tight spiral. 
and it just travels, you know, over half of the field, and he can put it, you know, where he needs to uh, with, with such, you know, effortless energy, seemingly. Um, and so there's plays like that. There's plays where he, you know, shows off his athleticism and his dynamic uh, mm-hmm. ability to run with the football. And then there's plays that, you know, you see and you, you think to yourself, yeah, there's a reason why it's a little bit uneven because he only did play those 13 games uh, in college last year uh, and was a starter for, for one year at Florida. So it's about where I thought it would be. I think the biggest thing the Colts are trying to drill into him and with any rookie quarterback, it's about timing, it's about decision-making, mm-hmm. and it's about accuracy. And I think the decision-making part of Anthony Richardson is, is really on point. I mean, you can tell he's been in his playbook. You can tell uh, he, he wants to be great in terms of the mental side of the game. He's making really good choices um, in practice. I mean, rarely do you see uh, a play where you think to yourself, like, what were you thinking there? Why, why are you trying to go mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the, the football in, in that direction? Right. Um, right. But it's just, I think the accuracy and the timing is kind of all rolled into one. We're right. trying to feel the pocket, uh, you know, be better with his footwork, uh, understand the amount of steps that he needs, uh, understand the amount of steps and and um, and, and, and timing on, on the routes with the receivers. So I think all of that just comes with just playing more. I think just having more time on task and getting as many reps in practice as possible, that's why to this point these – Training camp practices have been so valuable. Then upcoming, he's going to have preseason games. He's going to have three joint practices coming up, two with the Bears, one with the Eagles. I mean, he just can't get enough experience and enough Mm -hmm. repetitions going into the regular season as the Colts try to evaluate him versus Gardner Minshew on where they're at at quarterback going into the regular season in deciding if Anthony Richardson is ready to go and I know that's kind of a broad statement, but ready to go enough, if you will, as a rookie right. Uh, right. against the Jacksonville Jaguars on September 10th. I come down on the side, let him play, let him play, put him out there, um, you know, and expect to uh, him to uh, struggle at times, but be mm-hmm. supportive enough, and then you know, have a little faith in what you're doing defensively too, and and put the own a lot of the onus on those guys and say, look, we're going to win games based on how you play on this side of the football until we put it all together on the other side. So the the responsibility you all have is carry us. And we're not asking too much. Carry us for a while. If you're as good as you think you are, see if you can carry us. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and I think that that regardless of who the quarterback is early on in the season, the defense is going to have to potentially sure. carry a lot of that responsibility and keep the Colts in games. I don't think there's any reason, Bob, why the Colts can't be on defense a top-10 unit because uh, they right. were trending in that direction right. for a majority of last season. Obviously, towards the end of the year, I mean, everything just fell apart. I mean, everybody just – you know, uh, from an analogy standpoint, kind of fell off the cliff towards the end of last season as, uh, you know, the the head coaching situation got away from them, the quarterback situation got away from them. It just sort of, I mean, the the season was just in a tailspin. But for a majority of that season, the Colts were doing things that a top-10 defense would do in terms of, you know, play the run well, not give up big plays. They were decent in the red zone. And then they just got really, really bad on both sides of the ball inside the 20-yard line, offensively and defensively. But you still got DeForest Buckner back, right? You've got Grover Stewart, Shaq Leonard trending very much in the right direction to be back. Zaire Franklin with the, with the mm-hmm. season that he had last year. Julian Blackman's back. Kenny Moore is back. 
Like you have Pro Bowl players and Pro Bowl caliber players at every level of that defense. And if the Colts, Bob, if they have to win 21-17 or 24-10 to, to 10 or, you know, a bunch of close, low-scoring games right, right, early right. on in the season, then so be it. Who cares? A win is a win. It doesn't matter how you, how you get them. It's just how many you get. And that's what the, I think that's what the Colts need to really focus in on defense and say, hey, listen, we've got our first-year head coach. We have some new faces on offense. We're potentially going to have a rookie quarterback out there to start the season. Defensively, we need to do our, our part to, A, keep us in games and to win us some games. He's Matt Taylor, as if I need to tell you. He's the voice of the Indianapolis Colts. Matt, again, thanks for sitting in for me. Thanks for doing this. Um, Couldn't do it without you. Great way to start season number 30 by having you on. Enjoy the rest of the night. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk later on. Uh, Much, much more about the Colts, but once again, thanks so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime. Love doing it, Bob. Honored to be the first guy in year 30. Keep on rolling, and uh, we'll always be listening. And anytime you want me, you got me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Matt mm-hmm. Taylor talking about the Colts. And, um, yeah, listen, <laughs> it's it's here. They're going to be starting next weekend for uh, some exhibition. Uh, we'll continue to follow that. I think we're all kind of captivated by – uh, Anthony Richardson and his potential. He clearly has it. Uh, and so there's so much that can happen. NFL is an, an injury-driven league. So you you hope that he's able to uh, avoid those pitfalls, stay healthy, and uh, have some great success. Coming up later on tonight, let me walk you through this. We've got uh, the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Knighty will join us coming up in the next hour. Uh, Mark James will join us. A busy weekend. And then next weekend, we got a great weekend of racing. Uh, Adam Alexander will join me tomorrow night. We'll also talk with Lynn Clark about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Brendan King later on tonight. And Rob Blackman talking about Purdue football. That's a lineup for you. It's like a who's who right there. We're back. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up in just a few minutes. We're glad you're with us. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.